Alright, Pancreation Philosophy, episode 198. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz, and with me is returning guest, Jordan Wears No Gi. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Good to be back, good to be back. Good to have you back. So what, I guess, Jordan, what's been happening for you uh, grappling-wise? Um... Uh, a lot actually. A lot, yeah. Um, it's been so a lot. I've been yeah, I've been really active lately. Um, I did the um, battle grappling, um, battle grappling. I think it's just called battle grappling in Bellingham. Yeah, battle Wa- grappling. Yeah, yeah, it's just called battle grappling in, yeah. in Bellingham, Washington. And I won their 145 um, interim championship belt. I won three matches out there, and then I um, also did. The, when's the last time I was on this podcast? I don't think I Man, did. It's been, oh, yeah. Did I do the, the Celebrity Open? Uh, yeah, you did, the cel- Rollers, you, did the, you did Celebrity Open already. I did Celebrity we talked Open about already, that right. because, let's see, it looks what like the last episode was then. 193. Let me take a look. I was like, wait. That I did the Battle Grappling, ago. and then yeah. I did Submission Only Series the weekend after Battle Grappling. Yeah. And I, the weekend before, I, I did, in Bellingham, Washington, when I did Battle Grappling, I competed at 145 pounds. And then yeah. the weekend after that, I competed at 175 pounds. Yeah. In Laguna Beach and Submission Only Series. And I only weigh 155 pounds. So I made the cut down to 145 pounds, and I won that division. And then the week later, I jumped in a 175 division, the Submission Only Series Pro Qualifier, the welterweights. And um, I'm only 155 pounds, like after I eat a full full meal, you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe 160 if I'm fat, you know? But yeah. I'm, never, I'm never over 160, yeah, even yeah. if I'm trying my hardest to be. Yeah, yeah. And so I did that 175 division. I felt good. I felt good. Um, I was feeling, like, felt, felt good for the weight class, you know, you know yeah. what I mean, respectively speaking. But yeah. um, I was feeling a little bit off just physically that day, just like kind of physically and mentally. I was just feeling like a little bit... You know what I mean? Like um, before you're before you compete, you you can tell if you're feeling in the groove or if you're feeling yeah. good or if you're not you're feeling like, am I good. Am I good? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, you're moving around. Mm-hmm. If you if you're moving around, you don't have like a ton of butterflies. You don't have a ta- ton of lactic acid buildup. You can jump. You can move. You can tell if you're going to be able to move effe- efficiently and effectively or not. Mm-hmm. And that day, I was just feeling kind of sluggish. I was just feeling kind of like. A little late to the punch, a little sluggish, a little timid, you know what okay. I mean? Just a little, I wouldn't even just say like timid, yeah. you know, just like a little, like a little, yeah. just my, my killer instinct was, was down, it wasn't as high as it, as it usually is. Okay. And I, I won my first match only in, um, in, it was in overtime. overtime, it was in yeah. overtime. I wanted to finish in regulation, I always want to finish in regulation. Yeah. Know? I finished in overtime with a body lock twister. It was really, it was a pretty cool finish. You know, yeah. most people don't even realize that you can That's hit possible. a twister. Yeah. Most people don't even know that it's possible to do a twister from the body lock, and it's a really good option from EBI overtime because the person is always trying to reach around and trying to turn back and get a gain an underhook so they can turn mm-hmm. back into you. Yeah. But if you have a butterfly hook with your body triangle controlling their far leg. As they try and turn into you with their underhook, if you control their leg with your with your butterfly hook, they cannot turn. Mm-hmm. Similarly to the truck, I'm controlling your hips. And so if you turn into me and I reach around and I grab around your headband, I have essentially the same exact mechanics as a twister. So I got that body lock twister finish in my first match, and then my second match, uh, I got put to sleep, mm-hmm. and it was a really, really, like, literally life-changing experience, man. Mm-hmm. Like. I've done like psychedelics when I was younger and they've changed my life. I won't get into that too, too in depth, but 
that that um, feeling and that experience I had when I got put to sleep was the same exact experience as okay. like a strong psychedelic encounter, you know, mm-hmm. song, strong psychedelic experience. Whereas I literally, I, I didn't know where I was. I didn't yeah. know anybody in front of me. I was confused. I uh, I was <laughs> my first initial thought patrol. Yeah. When I when I woke up and I came back to consciousness. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this is really embarrassing. Like, oh no, shit. But not because I got put to sleep. Uh-huh. Not because because that's not embarrassing. At least not to me. Okay. You know, well, I thought I was in the parking lot in oh. between matches. And I thought <laughs> yeah. I took a really big bong rip and it was yeah. hot outside. Yeah. And so I thought I took too big of a bong grip and yeah. I passed out and yeah. like hit my head on the concrete or some stupid shit yeah. and people were like waking me up like oh it's gonna be okay kid you're gonna go to the hospital you're gonna be alright yeah. I was like oh no <laughs> how embarrassing yeah, yeah. and I'm like looking around and then I'm like wait a second I don't know where the hell I am yeah. I'd only been in the gym one I'd never been in the gym before that was yeah. my first time going to the gym Okay. and I, I know the referee um, I'm, I'm blanking on her name right now but she's the best referee around she yeah. always referees for submission only yeah. series she's she's the best referee around shout out to her I, I really wish I remembered her name right now yeah. but um I, I seen I woke up and she was looking at me and she's like patting me on my back yeah. and I still I was staring at her in like a tunnel but I was essentially still paralyzed for what felt like hours dude I like okay. I was staring at myself like it not in consciousness like huh. almost like watching myself like, like an out of body like an out of body experience huh, to, the, to the strongest okay. degree man like your ass traveling like, like yes yeah, well, I was watching this experience almost from like, like a like different side view of yourself you know? like, yeah and okay. I kept on trying to enter like yeah. back into my body I couldn't yeah. enter like, alright let's go body, body. Yeah. dude I was trying so hard to like sit up and like yeah. move my arms if you watch the video she has me in her arms and I'm staring at her like wide bug eyed for like probably 10-15 seconds that 10-15 seconds felt like hours but like forever for you felt like forever I was like oh no man I was (laughs) yeah it's a very powerful experience and then um, the weekend after that I taught a seminar oh yeah that's right um, at Bergen County Jiu Jitsu and over on the east coast in New Jersey and um, I taught out there Uh, it's my buddy Sean Yanni Marco's gym Um, shout out to Sean Yanni Marco uh, he's the number one brown belt in the world at his weight class. The, um, I'm not going to quote his weight class, but whatever his weight class, whatever his weight class, is, you, you, he's bigger you, you than you me. Know Sean. Yeah, 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 he knows. Shout out to Sean Yadi yeah. Marco. He's really yeah. good. And um, so yeah, I taught a buggy choke seminar out there. Buggy choke is really, really popular right now. Yeah. And um, I hit the buggy choke at the at the celebrity open mm-hmm. and ever since then you almost I, hit two. I almost hit two of them back yeah. to back. I feel like yeah. I could have. I just didn't yeah. want to force it. You know. And so I've been really systematizing the buggy choke lately, and buggy choke's extremely popular right now, so hopefully I can teach more seminars. Hopefully I'm going to be teaching a seminar at my buddy Rafael Domingo's gym at Ronin Jiu-Jitsu. Um, and yeah, just more, more to come. I have a bunch of tournaments lined up as well. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I'm competing. Uh, oh, yeah, speaking of high rollers, right? Yeah. Speaking of up. high rollers coming yeah. up. They got the 710 open. It's not on 710. Yeah, on, on <laughs> July 9th, but yeah. 710, for those of you who don't know, yeah. is oil upside down and backwards. So just like 420, yeah. right? 420 is like the cannabis holiday. Yeah, yeah. 710 is the cannabis concentrate because, holiday. Because Because oil. it's oil. Oh, okay. Oil is dabbing. Okay. And it's wax, yeah. right? And 710 is oil, again, upside down and backwards. <laughs> stoners, okay. right? Those stoners. Those damn stoners. Got so, it. yeah, on, on July 9th, we're doing the 710 Open, High Rollers. I've got a title shot. 
um, an interim title shot. That okay. guy, Elijah Carlton, who's talking shit on me online, is too scared to fly out and have a match oh, with me. Man. He's surprise, a little surprise. A little scared of that. <laughs> Had the nerve to be yeah. like he's not champion, and then yeah, they gave yeah. him the title shot against me, and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah. actually, it's my cat's birthday." Yeah, oh, would you, oh, would you look at the time? Oh yeah, oh, would, that, you, that would you look at the time? Oh man, uh, time to have a match with you. Oh, push yeah. came to shove. Actually, you know, I'm busy, brother. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna have to win the interim title. He can, okay. He's not gonna be able to run forever. He's gonna yeah. have to either um, defend or vacate. Or vacate, yeah. You know, yeah. and so. And then after that, I have Grapplegate Invitational. Okay. I think it's in Idaho. It is, yes. Idaho, right? It is in Idaho. One of yes. those potato countries, right? <laughs> Country, countries, states. Yeah. One yeah. of those, yeah, one of those it's, states. It's, it is in They don't have no beaches. Yeah, no, I don't good. think any beaches in oh, Idaho. Oh, man, no. why would you go out there? <laughs> um, just to grapple. No, no, no offense if you live in Idaho. No offense to Idaho. <laughs> You know, all, all four. I love potatoes. All four of them are angry right now. They're like, oh, how? Dare all four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they spit out their potato. They're like, how dare? <laughs> well, I love potatoes, turn, man. Turn that off. But um, <laughs> yes. July thirtieth yeah, is Grapplegate yeah. Invitational. Yeah. It's oh, they have some crazy names too for that. They got a bunch of. They got yeah. a bunch of guys in the division. Yeah. They got yeah. um, it's one fifty-five division. They got Jeremy Kennedy in there. Yeah. They got um, Jordan. Blanking on his last name, but he goes by Just Jordan Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, that's the guy from Ten P. Ten Planet right? Portland. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they got um, my buddy, my personal friend of mine. Actually, if he actually has the guts to go out there, I don't think he's gonna actually commit to go out there. But right now, he says he's on the card. <laughs> Michael Haynes Moeller calling you out. We'll see if you're on the Applegate Invitational. You don't yeah. want to smoke with me, brother. You know what it is. Make it out to Idaho. Turtle Mike knows. Turtle Mike knows what it is. He would never. Ha- he would never commit to a submission on the match with me. <laughs> He knows better. Um, but, yeah, the Grapplegate Invitational is July 30th, yep, and then 30th. August 7th, I'm doing submission-only series, um, 145, I believe, or no, no, might be 155. It's 155. 155, yeah. one of those. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. that's my natural weight class, you know, yeah. so I don't have to cut or anything. That'll be nice. And then I have one on August 20th as well. I have a combat jiu-jitsu match. Um with some, I think he's a black belt. I forget, I'm blanking on his name right now. I don't okay, really but, but, but you got a matchup, battle grappling, Match, August bat, 20th. Bottle, battle grappling, and it's flow combat jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It's battle grappling, and it's going to be on flow. flow grappling. Yep, going to yep, be on yep. flow grappling. So will submission only series. Submission only series. That's true, yeah, that will also Submission only series will be on flow yeah. grappling. Battle grappling will be on um, flow grappling. And I'm not sure if Grapplegate will be on Flow I, I don't. I, I think, forget the detail. I know I they're think, filming it, but yes. I, I haven't heard of any. So I think that, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I. Um, sorry if I'm wrong, Grapplegate, but I believe yeah. they got a, a contract with, with Flow. Um, but even if it's not, you know, that's a, it, it looks like a really cool, really cool promotion. They've yeah. got, like, they've got, like, <laughs> funny names yeah. for the. Um, for the was for the like bonuses, bro. They got yeah. like MK Ultra for like yeah. performance of the night. Yeah. They got like Tower Seven for like takedown of the night. For like, bro, <laughs> they got all sorts of stoner conspiracy theorists, Tenth Planet shit for the names. It's amazing, bro. I yeah. love it. I can't wait to be a part of it. So shout out yeah. to Grapplegate. I'm really excited to compete for them. Yeah, the scenic Idaho, but uh, yeah, scenic no, Idaho. Scenic Idaho. And, and, there, and there are a lot of yeah. There's the, there's a lot of big names like they, they have for it. And yeah, I think that's man. their... I they're mean, paying. They're, they're, yeah. You know, you yeah. know what's cool about them, man? They're paying for the first place, $1,000. $1, they're yeah. paying for the second place, um, I think 500 Yeah. 
and then they're paying for the third place three hundred. You know, but they're paying. The, the fact of the matter is, they're paying first, second, and third. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's big. That's yeah. really big, bro. Yeah. These tournaments. You you know, I like it. I really like it, but at the same time, I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. But. I'll just leave it at that uh, that, uh, that I like it for the most part, but I'll explain yeah. why I say that I don't like it a little bit because I'm a competitor. I have yeah. a competitor mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to to share my loot. That's yeah. my loot. Okay, yeah. I got first. All right, yeah. I take the bag. At least in my head, that's how uh-huh. that's how it usually is. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, we're all battling for that first place. Like the lottery, you know what I mean? Like we're all battling for the bag. Like we're all, whatever the amount of money is, we're all competing for that amount of money. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of us have given up our literal literal lives. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're putting for our wi- yeah. potential wives and kids, or like yeah. potential families, potential full time jobs, potential like careers, mm-hmm. potential going out and partying, going out to nightclubs, social lives, mm-hmm. social lives, careers, families. People are putting that shit on hold, bro. I know I am. You know, I can't commit to yeah. a to a to a family and a full fledged career and be a professional grappler. No, that's I mean, you, yeah. you you people do it. It, it is possible, yeah. but like, man, it's hard. Shout out to the people that actually make it happen. That have full time careers, full time families, and are killing it in the professional grappling game. Like, man, if you're one of those people, hats off to you. But me personally, I've given up a lot. I've given up. I've at least postponed. I, I want to have a family one day. But yeah. I, all my eggs are not in that family basket right now. It's not in like a career basket. My career is my grappling future, is my jiu-jitsu, you know? Mm-hmm. So at, with that being yeah, said, with arts. people giving yeah. up so much, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, like, oh, man, I made it to second place. I made it to third place. I didn't quite win, but I still had an exciting performance. I still beat a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Like, just because I didn't get first place, I don't get. Z- I, I paid two hundred, three hundred dollars. I got a, people are paying for their plane tickets, people are paying for their hotels, people are paying for training fees, and then there's injuries, and then all the different things that they gave up, like I just mentioned. You know, yeah. so there's like a lot of a lot of um, things that are sacrifice. Yeah. People got to sacrifice to go do these tournaments, man. So it's like if you don't get first, I, it's cool that the the athletes get a little bit that they get paid a little a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So in that in that fact of the matter, I think that it's cool. But be, come, having like a competitor mentality and you know just wanting to be the best, wanting to be first, and wanting to get the most amount of money possible, yeah. getting the first place. Definitely. You know, yeah. but it at, at the end of the day, I, I I appreciate it and I think it's a good thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I mean, at just, this tournament, just you fall suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just getting rewarded for your efforts. Yeah, getting rewarded for your efforts, dude. Yeah. You know, like if you fight and you're a professional fighter, there's a show. There's show money. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You get paid to show up. Yeah. Right? You're putting shit on the line, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you've, you've sacrificed all that stuff, like I just mentioned, and then yeah. you're putting really potential risk to your immediate health. Yeah. Right? Immediate and immediate, future health. bro. Yeah. Like, bro, I just got put to sleep. Like, I felt like yeah. I died when I woke up. I yeah, didn't know yeah. where. I, I was unconscious for, like, t- over 10 seconds. Like, mm-hmm. I was literally shaking and, like, yeah. seizuring out. Like, bro, like, yeah. I've had my leg broken and I've had my arm broken. Like, you go Real physical consequences. Real physical consequences that follow yeah. you the rest of your life, dude. Yeah. And most of these jiu-jitsu tournaments aren't even paying anything. So Oof, the ones, damn. the ones that do pay, could be like, life-altering damage. Could be yeah. life-altering damage, bro. Yeah. And we're putting, we're putting everything we have on the line for the spectators. Mm-hmm. And really, 
before the people setting up the tournaments. Mm-hmm. The people setting up the tournaments. Oh, oh you want to come watch? Oh, let me charge you a $15 spectator fee. Let me charge yeah. you a $20 spectator fee. Oh, you want to compete for me? Let me charge Oh, it's $125 entry. Oh, this, that, the other. Yeah. Charging all these people money Getting that blood money. <laughs> Getting money all yeah. along the way. Yeah. And then not giving any of the money back to mm-hmm. the competitors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, without the competitors, you wouldn't have this show. There'd be no and show. A, a lot of the yeah. time, kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent right now, but it's a okay. lot of the time... Um, like the people setting these shows up are profiting large amounts. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't. Some of them are some not. Are, yeah. But the, some of the smaller shows are not profiting that much, you know. But these shows that are going all over the country—I'm not going to name any names. You guys probably can think about who I'm, who I'm, who I'm talking about here. These shows that are circuiting all across the country that are charging children, young, especially young people—that's another one. People that haven't committed their entire lives—they're charging. A ton of young people that are trying to entry level people, hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks to compete, and then at the end of the day, they make a ton of money. You know what I mean? And hats off to them. They should be. They need people. They need to be making money. But at the end of the day, you need to be giving some of that back, in my opinion, to the competitors. Then you cannot have. You cannot push jujitsu. Cannot grow without having more money into it. And that's, that's how any sport grows. That's how any sport grows. Sports you know grow I mean? because of money. I mean, that's exactly, that's bro. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you guys will make more money too. They, these people, will make more money it's if they start paying. Like exactly. Yeah. If they started paying the, yeah. the the athletes. At least in my opinion, yeah. I'm not a businessman. I'm not setting these tournaments up. But. No, but it's simple economy if you think about it, just in terms of athlete. Oh, what's where are the best athletes? Oh, they're in the sports that pay the most. Oh, how did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's, yeah. it's no coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That is true. Yeah. yeah, because an athlete needs to make a business decision. It's like, okay, what can, like, where will my talents be most, you know, profitable? <laughs> so if there's something that's oh, this has real physical consequences and. I'm not getting paid that much. Then what's swing? What's yeah? Like the people that choose sacrifice. MMA as a career yeah. path are crazy, bro. You oh, gotta definitely. be wrong as in wrong yeah. in your yeah. head to be like, oh yeah, yeah I'm gonna uh-huh. be an MMA fighter. A lot of trauma, like, for sure. Oh, yeah. it sounds it's all, it sounds all nice, you know. I mean, you don't know nothing about MMA. You see yeah. it on TV, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be Conor McGregor. I'm gonna go fight MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go and fight MMA. You go to a couple MMA classes, and you're like, holy shit. Uh, the hard the, harsh reality. Not even, uh, the yeah. harsh reality yeah. of meeting MMA fighters. Like, oh yeah, I'm a professional MMA fighter. I'm in the UFC and then you go to this guy's house you see yeah. what car he's driving and yeah. you're like oh shit like, oh this is not oh fuck yeah. you're struggling bro like yeah. you're fucking struggling dude yeah, like, yeah. it's not all like lats and glimmer you know like um but anyways um that side topic off to a more po- um, positive note on that same um subject of tournaments not paying athletes and stuff like that shout out to battle grappling man shout out to battle grappling they treated me so well when I went out to Bellingham. Oh my goodness, they are so so good. Those people that set up battle grappling are amazing people. They gave me they gave me everything that I could ask for. As soon as I got off my plane, and I you know like they can't do this for everybody, but this yeah. is just one occasion of them reaching out and helping athletes out. You know, yeah. they they um they helped me um get from the airport to my accommodations. They provided me um, dinner. Um, Hunter invited me over to his house. I had dinner with him. He provided me food. Well, uh, Alicia, their blue belt, that picked me up from the airport, that brought me over to the place where I was staying at. She bought me food along the way. I told her no. I was like, hey, like it's all right. I have food to pay. She bought me lunch, and then H- Hunter made me dinner at his house. 
And then they um, then they paid me $500, and they gave me a really, really nice belt. And then they took the winners out to dinner after after that. Oh, you know damn. what I mean? So, man, they, they, they really, really went above and beyond. And they, they treat their competitors better than any, any organization I've ever seen, honestly. I've never seen anybody treat the, the competitors as good as, as they treated me that day. You know? That's great. So, shout out to Battle Grappling. Shout out yeah. to Battle Grappling. Yeah. Shout out to Hunter. It, it was you know? an amazing show as well. It was an amazing yeah. show, dude. It was exciting, man. Yeah. Like, go back and watch that show on YouTube. Yeah. I think they could have done a little bit better with the production quality, I'll mm-hmm. be completely honest, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was spectacular. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. all the, dude, the action in that show was awesome. Every single match... When I was looking up, I was giving me a little bit of anxiety, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. bro, because they were happening so fast. Yeah, None of the bam, match, bam, bam, yeah, bro, they like, weren't going in overtime, bro. Yeah. Everybody was there to kill each other. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really battling. Bro, we're yeah. business here. Yeah. We're really battling it out, huh? Yeah. Shout out yeah. Battle Grappling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, definitely. And then, uh, oh, and then, yeah, you got match of the night for your, with the finals, right? I don't, dude, that's the other thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got match of the night. They gave me more money, bro. Yeah. I got match of the night. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, by the way, you got fight of the night. Here's 100 extra bucks. So I was like, oh, my God, sir, dude. Like, com- coming from winning tournaments and not getting paid anything, besides High Rollers. Shout out High Rollers as well. High Rollers yeah. treats me extremely well. Um, but I-, I-, I think they would treat me just as well as Battle Grappling did. But, like, Battle, Battle Grappling went above and beyond because I'm not from Bellingham. You know what I mean? I'm a local here in Vegas. So, like... And also, you hadn't competed there before. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And, but High Rollers, they take care of me yeah. extremely well. You know, nothing... Not at all. High Rollers is another ex- uh, amazing, amazing promotion. But, sure. yeah, like, what they did for me out in Bellingham made me feel really, really, really welcome and just made me feel excellent to compete, you know? Like, um, it's... Sometimes it's stressful. You go to a um, different, different state. You don't know how you're going to get from the airport to the hotel you don't know no one there you don't know anybody there you don't know how you're going to get from the hotel to the to the venue you don't know um if the people are going to be cool when you show up to the venue Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's just it's you don't know where you're going to eat at you don't know when the weigh-ins are going to be you don't know how you're going to get around when you're there you don't know what the hotel is going to be like like just the the question marks the the you the the not knowing the the um makes you uneasy sometimes when you're yeah. traveling yeah. especially because if you're just traveling and you're just going on vacation it's not that big of a deal but if you have to compete yeah like bro like it's stressful i know it's all right it's, it's already competition already. is stressful enough competition already. mindset's yeah. already stressful enough man yeah. now you're traveling to some state you've never been to you're yeah. staying at some hotel bro yeah. you got to deal with these people a bunch of strangers you don't yeah. know nobody you know it's difficult so when you can find a tournament that like helps you accommodate something like provides you a place to stay or provides you a way out there or provides you a way to travel while you're out there with somebody driving you around or even tra- provides you food or something yeah. like that yeah. provides you um win bonuses or match bonuses providing something for the competitors these people don't usually provide anything for the competitors mm-hmm. to be honest these mm-hmm. tournaments typically don't really care that much about about the competitors you know so the tournaments that do c- care about the competitors go above um like really shine and they go above and beyond you know so Sure, shout out to them and then yeah, catch that replay go. I mean, especially that finals match, that was Man. that was nuts. I remember watching it. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, bro, it was my mom's birthday. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It was my that mom's was, birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no way I was gonna lose. Yeah. It was impossible for me to lose that day. I could have let my arm bend in a fucking circle. There was mm-hmm. no way I was gonna tap. Mm-hmm. I would have let my arm rotate in a complete circle. I was ne- there was nothing you could have done to me to make me tap. Nothing. There was z- nothing. There was nothing you could have done. Like, the dude had me in a body lock 
fully locked, fully locked, fully locked, body locked, rear naked yeah. choke, yes. like completely locked, rear naked choke, body lock for over a minute, yes, for over sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Anybody, I've never seen, I've never seen it on. And I'm not like bragging about myself. I'm. This is just being honest. I have never seen a body lock, rear naked choke, fully locked, and the guy trying to actively squeeze him for over a minute. At a high level, anyway, you know what yeah. I mean, like brown belt, I mean, black brown, belt level, brown belt, black belt, brown belt, level. Black belt yeah. level, and the guy not finishing, bro, or even the MMA fight never, bro, where the guy hasn't locked. You're like, oh, this guy's dead to rights. I've yeah. seen um, hooks, hooks fully locked, and the guy escape and fight it off, but body triangle fully locked, body triangle fully locked, your could choke. Mm-hmm. You're dead to rights, bro. You're dead, yeah. unless it's your mom's birthday, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> just channeled, yeah, just channeled. It was my mom's sure, birthday, bro. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody in there was shocked. Bro, yeah, yeah I, it was it was epic, man. I, I just, I kept pulling on his arms. I just found a tiny, tiny, tiny little gap to breathe, and I just yeah. focused on my oxygen. And then I made him gas his arms out by squeezing on my neck, and he didn't have me, and I eventually got out. And then when I got on his back, I choked him in 12 seconds. Yeah. And then, yeah, I stood up and I was like, yeah, I refuse to die. And everybody yeah. in there was like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Was oh, cool, yeah, for man. sure, man. That was a, I mean, crazy thing. I mean, it was a crazy thing for me to witness, like, watching, like, wow, watching the online video. But I was like, damn, that, that was a. <laughs> and then the next weekend, That's... I got put to sleep in six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ebbs and flows. But, uh. Hey, they were big boys, though. They were 175ers. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the, the, and that dude won the whole. Division. That guy won the whole thing, and the he was—he was thing. a big—he—he he was a big lad. He yeah, was—he was big and yeah. strong. You know, I—I'm—you know—a different day. Maybe something else would have happened. Mm-hmm. I feel like I still would have done well against him. Like if he would have just came yeah. and dapped hands with me at Sunday yeah. Open Mat, yeah. it would have been a different. Or if it was role. your mom's birthday, or if it was my knows. mom's birthday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You ain't beat me on my mom's just, birthday, just power, Just power through that triangle. <laughs> bro, he threw the triangle yeah. on me. I wasn't worried. But that yeah. was the biggest problem. Is I, ah. sh- I should have been worried. <laughs> 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 the, that was the issue, Patrol. Too relaxed. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was not worried. He threw the triangle on. I was like, oh, I'm going to get out. And then yeah. I, I woke up. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Where am I? Oh, shit. You, you did get out. Conscious. Buddy. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. Damn. Okay. I didn't know I was that deep. He put yeah. me out fast. Because I remember I was in it and I was like, okay, I need to bring my legs up and get my legs in. And I brought yeah, my yeah, legs you up. Were to move your legs. <laughs> I brought my legs up and then I was like, oh shit, I'm choking. Like, I need to get my legs in. And then I, that was it, bro. And that was, was the last thought. That was the thinking, last yeah. thought I had. I just yeah. woke up, you know. I woke up but it wasn't, in the parking lot. It yeah. wasn't like, oh shit, I'm close to losing consciousness or like, oh no, this choke is so deep that I'm going to pass out. It was like, okay, this choke just got set. Yeah. Now I need to move. Now mm-hmm. I need to really address it and like move and do it. But boom, I'm out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Your mind's like, all right. And then, <laughs> it was just, Just bro. got stopped mid-thought. And then, um, <laughs> dude, have you ever seen the season, uh, the last scene in The Sopranos? So, oh yeah, where it just like bro, it just yeah. cuts out yeah, black. Cut, is, is that what happened? <laughs> that's yeah, literally what happened to me, bro. I was telling my buddy Noah, yeah. my buddy Noah, who yeah. I went out to New York with, and then yeah. I did that seminar in New Jersey. Yeah, um, I was like, I was explaining to him what yeah. happened to me when I lost my yeah. consciousness, and he was like, Oh, I know what that's like. Have you ever seen the last scene of The Sopranos? Yeah. And I was like, No, dude, I don't watch The Sopranos. And yeah. He was like, Okay, we're gonna watch it. Yeah. And then he pulled it up on YouTube. We're watching it. We're watching it, and then it just cuts black. And then this this guy, bro, he starts tapping his computer. Yeah. He looks 
all confused. He's like shaking his laptop. Yeah. And he's like, Come, oh, that's weird. What happened? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like it was about to get good. What happened? Yeah. And then he's like, That's the season finale. That's yeah. how it ends. That's how the series I ends. I was like, What are you talking about, <laughs> yeah. bro? And it's like supposed to signify like yeah. the guy came out and just shot the dude in the head. Yeah. Boom. It's that, just, that's what happens in that's life. That's what it happens, just, bro. Just that's how life ends, yeah. dude. Like you're here, then you're not. It's yeah. just you don't realize you're gonna be gone, you know? Just bow, you're bow. gone. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're unconscious, at least you get to come back. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like the Sopranos. Yeah, just add, just ask some traveling, just trying to get back. <laughs> Sopranos is over, my friend. Yeah, hit the computer. No way. Is this is this how it ends? Dude. Oh jeez. Yeah. Okay. But no, yeah, I've been having fun, man. I've been having fun traveling, competing. Um, training a lot, training over at Extreme Couture with Jake Shields on oh, yeah. Tuesday and Thursday mornings. Oh, you speaking know. of which, that reminds me, yeah, when you got out of the Renegade Chuck, because remember we trained together once, that Jake Shields got you in the Renegade Chuck. Jake had me in a Renegade Chuck <laughs> for what, 45 seconds or yeah. longer? Yeah. Well, same thing. I was like, oh, he's dead to rights here. It's Jake <laughs> yeah. Shields, bro. Yeah. Like, you guys ever heard of Jake Shields? Like, he's kind of good. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, been, he's been doing he's, this for a little bit. Yeah. He's beaten a couple people before, you know? Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Jake Shields is a pioneer for, yeah. for American. MMA so yeah. it's like Jake Shields has your neck wrapped in a fully locked mm-hmm. naked choke and he's trying to kill you mm-hmm. you're probably gonna die yeah. you know but unless you refuse to die yeah sometimes you just refuse About 99.9% you know of people definitely would. Yeah. I'll tell you what Pacholo yeah refuse to die is a very real thing I still live by that statement a mm-hmm. lot after I got put to sleep and I woke yeah. up and I was kind of reviewing because yeah. the weekend before that mm-hmm. I refused to I refused refuse to, to die, die yeah. and I didn't die and yeah. I got out and then I choked him you yeah. know what I mean and arguably a more high percentage kill and a rear naked choke body yeah. lock yeah. that's a higher percentage than full mount yeah, triangle full mount triangle yeah so when he threw the full mount triangle on I was I like I told you I was too relaxed ah yeah. Right? Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about. I didn't even. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking yeah. about death. I yeah. was like, bro, this guy's not gonna kill me. Yeah. Like I'm fine. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know. When You're Kevin Hughes wraps my neck, yeah. I was like, okay. Like if I don't absolutely refuse death, I will die. Mm-hmm. You know. When the guy wrapped and I absolutely acknowledged, okay, if I don't refuse this fate, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And so I re- just refused the fate of death, yeah. and I did not die. I was not going to let a man kill me. At least. I knew how close to death I was. Yeah. When that guy slapped the triangle on me, I was more relaxed. I wasn't really treating it like the threat it really yeah. was, you know? Got it. And so when he threw the triangle on me, I should have been like, okay, fuck, I'm about to die. I need to refuse to die. I need to do, you know, do something. You, you didn't you have, find, you didn't get your find a, defenses find up. Find yeah. a pocket, yeah. you know, move, do, yeah. just acknowledge the threat of the choke, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really acknowledge the threat of the choke that much. I thought I was yeah. more safe than I really was. Mm-hmm. And so, since I didn't even have the thought of refusing to die, yeah. I died. He caught me slipping, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It was like the Sopranos, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. looking, he shot me in yeah. my head, bro, yeah. and I just woke up. I was yeah. like, what the fuck happened? You know? Yeah. Like if Kevin, in the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But... So that, that's the difference there. I think if you actively realize how close to death you are and you just cling to life and you know how to cling to life. There's different ways. There's different little tiny techniques you can do. You can pull your arm here, put your head there, do different things. But if you really, really refuse death, I think it's hard to kill somebody, dude. I think it's really, really yeah, hard. Yeah. You know. So, someone that's made... Like made made it there. Yeah. <laughs> this is my statement. I'm not. I'm not gonna die. You know. Yeah. So I think if I would have refused and like ac- actively realized how close to death I was and refused death in that triangle, I would have done better. I was just too laxed that day. I was too mm-hmm. relaxed. He threw the triangle on me. I was like, I'm good. And I woke up. 
<laughs> oh no, it turns out I was not. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it was much deeper than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it sounds like you got pretty full schedule like coming up. Pretty full schedule yeah. moving forward. Um, I'm just trying to add to it, you know? Yeah. Um, always looking for seminars, always looking for more tournaments. Mm-hmm. When I was out in New York, um, there's a tournament out there called like Hammer hammer submission challenge or something like that mm-hmm. um and they had a, uh, a match they had a tournament going on mm-hmm. and i reached out to them and i was like hey i'm in new york like yo can i get on this card like i would love to compete for you guys and they're like we appreciate the enthusiasm but it's full right now oh. you know? but like uh, yeah anything i'll jump in i'm ready to go i don't yeah. have to get you don't got to get ready if you stay ready like i stay ready to go like i'm I'm in my prime right now, my athletic prime. I'm I'm not getting any younger. I'm only getting older, so I need to compete at every time weekend. Time is now. Time is now to Here compete, we go. man. Yeah. The time is now to show the world what I can possibly what I can do, you know. I got to not even the world. I got to show myself what I can do. I got to I got to show my parents what I can do. I got to show my coaches and my training partners what I can do. I got to show my people, my friends, the people who support me what I can do. And then the world will see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like and uh, if you don't do the things that you're looking for in life, you're, the time goes by. Life is gonna pass you Life by. Life goes by so fast, yeah, dude. Dude, I'm 26 years old. I was 20 years old two weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. bro, it has not been six years. There's like hard like, to believe, right? Bro, it's yeah. hard. It's, it seems like you were just impossible. a kid the other day. Not yeah. even hard. It's yeah. impossible to yeah. believe. It's like yeah. unfathomable, bro. I was 20 years old last, like, literally just. Not even last year. It doesn't even feel like last year I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 26. Like, the time went by six years like that. Mm-hmm. That means in the, the next four years, yeah. when I go to third, that's going to go by even faster, dude. No, so that, that actually is true because it's the hourglass. Yes, exactly. Yeah, time goes by faster the older you get. Exactly. Yes. Because a year relative to the years that you've already lived is like... A it, long time. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, because if you go from one to two... That's a year is fifty percent of your life. Yes. But then, if you go from twenty six to twenty seven, at twenty seventh of your life, what does that even mean? Exactly. And then, as you as you get older and older, it's like, what is even a year to you? Barely exactly. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the years go yeah. by faster and faster and faster. People have been telling me that all my life. People always tell me that I'm young people yeah. that you know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. You know. <laughs> and now, if, like, I I'm like, oh man, my time is now. You know. Yes. And I'm 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 really talented, man. Like I can I can accomplish and I'm going to accomplish a lot of big things in this sport as long as I actively move towards them and actively try and reach them. Yes. You maximizing that time. You know, yeah, exactly cuz time time's a weird thing, dude. It, it, time waits for no man. It passes you by very nope. fast. I, so. Yeah, exactly. No, but I mean that's I mean that's inspiring that you you know going after it because there's so many people uh, I mean, some people have the option to do so, but they, they choose not to. So Yeah, so. exactly, man. And then and they get older, you know. And, then, and they just live with regret. That's they, they get older, yeah. and then they tell all the younger generation, Oh, I man, man, when I was your age, yeah, I was yeah. so good at this, that, the yeah. other. I could have been this guy. I yeah. could have been that yeah. guy. Oh, man, like, I could have done yeah. this. I could have done that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one likes that. Nobody yeah. fucking cares. <laughs> yeah. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. You look like an asshole. You know exactly. what I mean? Like. I, I refuse to be that guy. I absolute. That's like one of my biggest fears. Mm-hmm. That's like an absolute yeah. 
terrifying fear of mine. And that's what like, drives you. Right? And that's one of the things that drives me, dude, because I, I know my potential. I know my skill level. I know what I can do. I know how I do when I roll with these guys that are doing what I want to do. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, and you're like, I can be on yo, this level. Yeah. You're doing, yeah. you're where I potentially, where I want to be. You're yeah. making the money that I want to make. You're mm -hmm. fighting the people that I want to fight. Mm -hmm. You're on the stages that I want to compete on. Mm -hmm. Okay. taking everything you work for. Yeah, you, <laughs> exactly. All right, all right, yeah. buddy. All right. Let's slap yeah. hands. Let's see what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. then I see what happens, and I'm like, yeah. I, most of the times I surprise myself even. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh man, I, dude, I'm if I'm not competing, I'm literally wasting myself. I'm li mm -hmm. literally, literally wasting myself. And that goes yeah. for anybody else as well. This isn't just about me. Yeah. Whatever you're talented in, if you know you're really, really talented in something and you excel in it, and you don't actively pursue it. You're going to be that guy. You're going to be that person. You're going to be that person that's going to be like, oh, man, back in the day, I was really good at this. I could have done that. You know, like, oh, man, I used to ride my, uh, I used to ride uh, dirt bikes with the best of them. Yeah. I used to ride it with the pro crew. I used to do this, that, the other. I could do this trick, that trick. Oh, man, back when I was your age, I could do all this shit. He's sitting on the couch with a fat-ass yeah, beer gut. Exactly. Like, dude, it's so sad, man. Like, I never, I never, because there's so many talented people, bro. I grew up a lot mm -hmm. of them, man. Mm -hmm. And I, especially a lot of people in my own family. Family. I see yeah. that I've seen their talents and then they get older and then this life happens to them you know and then they get trapped in some yeah. fucked up situation yeah. and then their their pocket their opening their their time that they had their window they missed the window, window bro closed. the window yeah. closed yeah and now they just gotta look back on like when their window was open and then be, they gotta tell gotta people about so. when their window was open and nobody gives a fuck because yeah, yeah. you missed your window you know what so, I mean? It's so painful. It's <laughs> so painful to see, yeah. especially when you care about the people, dude. It's like people that you're friends yeah. with, and you yeah. know that they're not lying. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Like, you know that it's true. You that, know that, that's that it's even, true, that's bro. You know what they're saying yeah. is true. It's yeah. like, damn, you really could have been in the UFC, dude. Yeah. Like, dude, oh my God. If you would have just committed to your shit, like, you really could. The shit you're saying, it could, it's true, bro. Like, yeah. you really could have done the shit that you're saying, but yeah. you just didn't, you know? Yeah. That sucks, man. That's, that's I, not going to be me. I know unreal, unrealized talent. That's so. That's so. Uh, it's so devastating. It's one of the. Yeah. It's one of the saddest things in life, bro. It yeah. honestly is. You know. Yeah. So whoever's listening to this out there, whatever your talents are, whatever your passions are, whatever drives you in life, whatever you excel in, if especially even if you don't think you're gonna be able to do it, if you know at the bottom of your heart that you're good at something, and you know you excel at it, and you know you're passionate about it. Go, go and try and do it, man. Life is so short. Life is so short, man. But at the yeah. same time, yeah. at the same time, when you're young, you got a lot of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of the time, you're wasting time when you're younger. I know mm -hmm. I was. Yeah. You know, I could if I would have just put my put all my eggs in my basket and and just really really committed and like and just done the shit that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be the guy right now. I'm gonna be the 35 year old guy right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I'm 26. I started training when I was 15. Yeah. I was training with Chase Hooper today. Chase Hooper's like 22, 23. Yeah. And yeah. me and Chase Hooper had a really, really fun role. I mean, he he beat me up a little bit. He he did really, really well. Me and him went back and forth. But I'm like, yo, dude, like if I would have just committed all of my eggs in the basket, yeah. who knows where I could have been? Yeah, Look at Sean O'Malley. Sean yeah. O'Malley's my age. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, because they, they started back, you know, around your age. Yeah. Sean O'Malley's yeah. my age. Another yeah. another dude at Extreme Couture, um, yeah. Javid Basharat or some yeah. shit. He's 26. He's my age. That kid Chase Hooper, he's 22 or 23. He's younger than me. Yeah. There's a bunch of dudes, and I train with them personally. I get to feel what they're like, and yeah. they're really good. Hats off to them. They're excellent. They're not, no, yeah. no shot at them. But I'm, you know, I can I can compete with them, and it's like, dude, if I would have just really, really, really believed in myself when I was younger, and just really 
manifested my destiny and manifested my reality, who knows where I could have been. And now I'm realizing, oh man, I fucked up. I fucked up for the past six years. You know what I mean? For the past six years, I was like, oh yeah, it'll just happen. It'll just happen. It'll just. It won't. You can't wait for it. You just can't happen. wait for it to you happen. Gotta, you, gotta you gotta seize jump. it. You, you gotta seize your opportunity, yeah. man. You gotta jump on that shit, or else it's gonna pass you by. You know, exactly. like I feel like if I would have just committed and and done what I'm doing right now. Who, like I said, who knows where I could be? I could be on all the stages on flow grappling. I could be an ADCC champion. I could be a UFC champion. I could be in the UFC. This, that, the other. All of you guys that are listening to me right now are probably laughing. Like, what the? F- shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Jordan. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be in the UFC. You could be an ADCC champion. All like, you know what I mean? And it is. It's it's hysterical. It's laughable because it's just it's just talk. It's just mm-hmm. talk at the end of the day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, yeah, I could claim that I'm talented. You could know me. You could be my friend. You could know that I'm talented. But, like, I'm just talking. Like, oh, yeah. man, oh, man. If I would have done this and that, I would have been much further. I would have I been this guy. I would have been that guy. Like, for me, it's not too late. I can still do it. And that's also why I'm going on this rant for anybody else who's listening. It's not, yeah. it's not too late for you, you know? Well, hopefully not. If you're, if you're, if you're young and you're listening to this. Yeah. Go, go do whatever you want to do. I mean, whatever age you are, like you, you got to be going after what you want because even, no it's not going to come to you. It's not going to come to you. That's the thing too. Even if you get too old, maybe you just got to like change, change your goals now. Pivot man. and change. Pivot, yeah. pivot yeah. now. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. you missed that window. Yeah. You want to be a UFC champion and then you didn't commit to it the right way. You, you fucked around. You did this, that, the other. You dabbled with drugs. You fucked around. You had some bad relationships with girls. Mm-hmm. You fucking... Life issues happened to you. This, that, the other. And now you're 34, 35. You're not in the UFC. You haven't even fought pro yet. You've only had a couple of amateur fights. And you're like, man, if I would have just done it, I could have been in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, dude, your window for the UFC has it's now closed. Kind of, yeah. It's yeah. pretty much closed, yeah. bro. If yeah. you're not in the UFC by 35 or 40... Yeah. Like, dude, your window's closed. It's yes. just it's just how it is. Well, it's a young man's sport. Mm-hmm. But your window for something else might have opened up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you can help the next generation. Maybe you can change your goals. Pivot now. There's a okay, lot of other goals. What happened after. for you yeah. didn't work, bro. Your window closed, but maybe you still really do have an actual real valid skill set. You know what I mean? Okay, dude. I, I I didn't get to the levels I feel like I could have, but I do have real valuable tools. I've been training martial arts for 10 years. I've been doing this for that for for this long, you know? Okay, well, maybe you could be a coach. Maybe now invest into coaching and try and uh, teach the next generation. Okay, well, maybe you start posting videos and you start posting videos to like Instagram and TikTok and then maybe you make BJJ Fanatics videos or like Instagram and Instagram jiu-jitsu content that way. Or, or maybe something else. Maybe you have a, um, maybe you love jiu-jitsu, the jiu-jitsu community and the MMA community and then you start like a gear company, like a, like a uh, apparel company or something like that. And then you start providing the top quality gear you can possibly provide for athletes. You, you know what I mean? Like that just because the one window closed doesn't mean you can find a doesn't mean you can't find a new window yeah it doesn't mean life, you know? life is over so you can find other passions you can find right. other passions yeah but the yeah for for what you want to do when you're young like especially if you want to do something that requires an athletic endeavor that that window closes very fast so you got to go for that now you got to go for that like now. Like, like right now and even yeah. still dude a lot of the time when you're younger if you don't go into your passions, you don't dive into your passion, you find something that you absolutely end up hating. That's another one. Of, that's the other really, really yeah. sad thing I see in life is when people feel like they at, they're, they're told by their teachers, they're told by their parents, they're told by, by society, oh, you have to go get a career, you have to get a nine to five. Yeah. 
and they can be really really passionate about something and like be really really dope at it be really really good at it they can change the entire world in their field yeah. but because of the pressure of their family and the, the teachers society and society pressure, and yeah. society pressure yeah. they go get some career and then t- five years into their career they absolutely hate, hate what it. they do every yeah. single day mm-hmm. that's like a that hurts me dude that yeah. re- that's a lot of people bro you know so like that, yes. that, that's also you're young that's also you don't necessarily that's where I'm talking about where it's not an athletic endeavor but you have to try and do what you want when you're young Yes. Go all in when you're young. That's the time when you can fuck around. Because you have time. Because you have time. Because you have time. That's what I'm getting at, Patrol. When you're 35, you ain't got the time no, no. more. You know no, what I exactly. mean? Maybe you can find a new window. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can figure, you can but figure the, out, but you got to do it fast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, bro, you got bills now and shit, bro. Exactly. You're older, bro. You yeah. know? So, yeah. like, if you're younger and you're listening to this and you have a passion in life and you're really good at it, Go try and do it, you know. Try and do it for six months to a year. You might be surprised how far it gets you. Yeah. And when you try and do it, don't just half-ass it. Really try and do it. You know what Full I mean? Full effort. Full effort. Put all your yeah. eggs into that basket. Really, really believe in yourself. Really, really believe what you're doing is going to work. And I think you'd be shocked at what six months to a year's worth of effort will get you. And then that six months to a year's little work of effort that like, gets you shocked to where you are. Like, oh, there's no way I would have thought where I... I am where I am like six months to a year ago. Now you just keep it moving. You exactly. take that motivation of, oh, wow, I didn't think I would get this far. And then you use that to just keep moving forward. Yeah, keep that okay. momentum. Keep like, that momentum, that. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I think that's the thing. I mean, especially if you talk to anybody that's done anything great, they the first thing that they had to do was believe in themselves. Exactly. To, to do that. No one just like accidentally became great. Like, oh, who, 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 who did that? Me? Yes. <laughs> Me? No, yes. Like, no, that, 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 that is uh, not. Yeah. Yeah. I think a couple of people accidentally became great. I think accidentally, accidentally a, a large amount of people accidentally great became great. But I wouldn't say a large amount like because that means like the greater percentage. I feel like some a amount. Larger, a larger okay. amount than people yeah. think. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Accidents fate, whatever you call it. Outliers and that kind of thing. Just some yeah. people are just at the right place at the right, right time, time. Yeah. and they get put in the right situations and that's just that, bro. Luck. What do you want to call it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people just become just become great just out of pure luck. Out of What is that? Is that fate? Is that luck? What is that? You know? Nobody I knows. Think, I think but it just for the most part, the right circumstance too. For the yeah. majority of people, yeah. for like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely got to work to be great. You got to actively work to achieve what you want and where you want to go and actively mentally think about it. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. manifest your, your reality. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think on that, I think somebody can accidentally do something maybe like once and they're like, you know, kind of like winning the lottery. You can win the lottery like, oh man, that was amazing. But then if you don't know like, what to do with it then it's like oh shit what what what, what use was that I yeah think, i think sometimes there's some people that maybe there was like one time when it's kind of like one like think about how many one-hit wonders there are in music like they they channeled it for that one moment but then ne- they never got anything sustainable in terms of music i feel like that's what it look, is there's a, lot, there's a lot of one-hit wonders in life look at the and, catch me outside girl yeah yeah but that's like what i wouldn't necessarily consider her great I wouldn't consider her great by no. any means. But a accidentally lot, definitely became something. A lot of people do, bro. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of people do. And who yeah. am I to say what's great and what's not great? Everything's just It's subjective. all about perspective. Everything's just yeah. perspective. Yeah. Everything's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Beauty's yeah. in the eye of the beholder, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what do you think is awesome? Some people think she's awesome, bro. I mean, I think what, that, that, that girl's got to be a millionaire, bro. Right? Multi-millionaire. 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 Oh, man, Dan- we're going to feel bad about ourselves. Shout out to Danielle Bregoli. Oh, my God. Catch me outside. 
Let's see her net worth. That's what's the, what, what's the guess? What do what do you think? Her net worth yeah. has got to be twenty two million. You actually nailed it. It's actually twenty million. Haha. Yeah. I'm pretty good at guessing things. Damn son. Yep, Daniel Bregoli, aka yes, Bad Baby, twenty million off of accidental yeah. greatness. Yeah. Accidental greatness, and she, yeah, the girl is nineteen years old. Yes. But, but you see, accidental greatness, yeah. and it's like, that happened by accident, and it's like, oh, you can't keep replicating this. Well, she did. She did, yeah. She, I mean, <laughs> no, she, she, and she, she, the thing. I think it seems about yeah. capitalizing. I mean, yeah, yeah. one thing, but the fact, yeah, in 20 million now, I mean, she found a way to sustain it. She did so, it, bro. Yeah. She did it, dog. Her mom loves her. Yeah. Her <laughs> mom. <laughs> her mom loves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing you're such a bitch. Bro, her <laughs> yeah. mom loves yeah. her. I'm glad Man. you had all those problems. Bro, took I'm Phil. so yeah. glad you became yeah. such a ghetto teenager and hung out with the wrong crowd. Yeah, yeah, oh, this yeah. is the best thing that ever happened yeah. for us. Yeah. You see, sometimes exactly. greatness happens by accident. No, exactly. Because think you about ninety nine point nine percent of that 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 would never go. That That's would never go not that supposed way. to happen. Yeah, that's you know the lightning I mean? in the bottle. That's and, and greatness happens by accident. A lot of the time, a lot more common in this strange, wacky, upside down society that we live in. No, for sure. You know what I mean? I greatness didn't really happen by accident in the eighteen hundreds. No, that's you know true. What I mean? you, had to be, you had to be really good. You had to actually yeah. you had to like, be like go out and do yeah. something yeah. to yeah. accomplish some shit and be known as great in the eighteen hundreds. Th- but now it's like with all the information, bro. Now it's like with so many people and the internet and like all this weird shit going on like there's a lot of weirdos that become famous and like arguably become great not really doing anything and like kind of yeah. just it happened by complete accident just put in the relative scheme of things sure. at the right place yeah. at the right time man you know what yeah. i mean look at all look at a lot of these rappers a lot of these rappers are absolutely disgustingly garbage like yeah. they call them garbage mumble, they call yeah. them mumble rappers you yeah. know what i mean yeah mumble rap that was like a big thing i actually like a lot of the mumble rappers now a little mm-hmm. little um Secret of mine. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't. I hated them for a long time. Yeah. And the, the same thing with them. They're like the, these kids heard one style of right sound. Right place, right time. And yeah. every single kid that could capitalize upon it, that was in the right place at the right time. That's yeah, exactly what it is too. Exactly. Especially in the music industry. Oh dude. yeah, yeah. Talking about that, dude, like the post music Malone? industry, yeah. bro. It's just who do you know? Yeah. Who do you know, bro? Who do you know in the music industry? It's like if you know the right producers, you know the right recording studios, you know the right people pushing your music, you know the right – if you know the right people, it's it, you don't have to be that good, bro. It is, it is knowing – it's exactly that. It's knowing the right people. But I think – I feel like – I mean of course in music especially, but I think that's the thing in pretty much everything. It's knowing the right people because yes. there's definitely way more talented musicians but – or is the most talented musician – the most successful musician? Not necessarily. Just like in, just like in life. I'm not yeah. in the music industry, so I'm yeah. not really going to talk on this for too yeah. too long. I don't really know too too yeah. much about it. But like, um, I listen to strange music a lot, like Tech Nine. Yeah. And um, shout out to Strange Music. Shout out to Tech Nine. And I've I've listened to them talk about the music industry a lot. And there's like they they talk about how hard it is to break into the music industry, especially if you're not accepting like the the radio norms. Yeah. Like the DJs won't if play you, your if shit. You, if you're not the pop. If you're not doing this pop culture like poppy sound, the DJs will not play your shit. The radios will not play your shit. That even the streaming services will not um, advertise your shit as hard as other shit. They there's gatekeepers. It's not shareable. There's yeah. major gatekeepers in the in the music industry that are trying to keep people out and mm-hmm. let other people in you know what i mean like there's there there um that's like a term that's like in different industries and the gatekeepers inside of uh hip hop and inside of just music in general are very strong there's not really gatekeepers in MMA 
Yeah, because typically it's yeah, like, yo, can you fight? The best, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. hey, what's your record? Yeah. Can you fight? Okay. Are you good? Come in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And there is. There's gatekeepers everywhere. To Definitely. some degree. To Definitely. some degree, there's gatekeepers yeah. everywhere. To some degree, but like for the most part, it's it's not really like that in, in, in MMA. You know, so that's yeah. Nice typically, the best or fighters jiu-jitsu. end up becoming the most jiu-jitsu yeah. MMA. It's not really like that. So that's that's cool. Because yeah. I feel like the well, because the truth gets settled in that competition. Yeah, like man. You, <laughs> it gets out really quick, and then the yeah. people want to know. Good or not, yeah. people want to know, dude. It's like if you're on a streak and you've been beating a bunch of guys, it's like the people want to know. Like, oh, can he beat this guy? Yeah. And then that's money, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. money. What do the people want to see? Then yeah. the promoters are going to pick up on this guy. Like, oh, who the hell is this guy that people are talking about? Yeah. They'll pick up on him. And it's a lot easier to be undeniable in that kind of regard. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. Uh, it's clear whether you're, you're good or not. Exactly. But there's an actual, I mean, especially with, with, there's an actual end goal that you can work There's a number you can look yeah. at being your record. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you can't really look, oh, look at my music. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Look how many streams I got. Yeah. Oh, those are recorded on bots. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a lot of Russian bots. <laughs> Dude, they do that, bro. They have like, no, rooms, no, yeah, to rooms pump up the phones. They have rooms full of phones that stream certain songs yes. that are not popular. There's all sorts yeah. of crazy shit that goes. Yeah, on. like what, 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 Yeah, it's like streaming, like a streaming factory essentially. Yeah, Hashtag just, look into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money, just follow the money. As I got my, I was yeah. in the lockdowns before they were cool. Shirt on. Mm-hmm. It's got a Eddie Bravo being held down by Hoyler Gracie in the lockdown, and Eddie Bravo has him in the lockdown. Eddie Bravo's uh, Hoyler Gracie's putting a mask, a face mask, on Eddie Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite shirt. And yeah, I think no, I, th- I think that's great. I'm just telling people, yeah, if you th- if there's something you want to do, now's the time to go do it. Yes, you, time. You gotta live life. <laughs> time waits for nobody, man. If you time will go by in the blink of an eye you know i blink i blinked and then i went from like 16 to 18 and i was like okay now i graduated now like okay life's just starting yeah yeah bro when you graduate life goes by quick man. goes fast went from 18 to 20 like 18 to 21 went by like somewhat slowly and then after 21 boom life just hits bro i was like what the fuck like, like a vertical drop dude, i like jumped on a roller coaster bro what the this, hell just happened man they this just keep by. going by dude this went by fast oh yeah. my god how'd i get here bro mm-hmm. but you know things are working out I, I realized i'm trying to turn not even turn my ship around just start pointing my ship faster yeah. sailing my I'll, ships I'll, faster I'll, in the correct yeah, direction exactly aligning you know? aligning your ship in the correct direction yes. and then going and, and yes. going for it and, and that's the thing I feel like where, wherever you are you gotta figure out where, where, you're, where you're going because if, exactly. you, if, you, if you're not aligning yourself towards something then you're just lost that's one of the biggest things for yeah. young people too is to figure out what the fuck they want to do just feeling lost in the water I feel yeah, like they don't that, even I know what the fuck they want like bro. People don't, young people don't know what they want to do yeah. man. so that's an issue all within itself man. So. but I think you gotta explore I think that's the thing yeah. just sometimes, some, I mean sometimes to figure out what you want you gotta figure out what you don't want so yeah. you gotta just explore that it's like a trial and error process really exactly you know? so no I'd say you gotta go out there, figure out, well, just explore shit. Who knows what you might like? Who exactly. knows what you might be good at? Exactly. If you've never given yourself the chance to be good at it, then how exactly. would you know? <laughs> exactly. You could be a champion in something and have no idea. You exactly. know what I mean? Or you yeah. could be like the best in the world at something and have no idea. So, yeah, yeah definitely gotta try things while you're young, especially. 
Look, look at this inspirational podcast that we just did right here. My last like, one was kind of inspirational too. Yeah, I think all of them inspirational. Well, I think everything anything can be inspirational if you look at it. It's just yeah. a matter of like perspective. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's. Oh, I guess let's just share your site. Uh, you can follow Instagram at Jordan Wears No Gee. Instagram at Jordan Wears No Gee. Um, I'm up on. GoGoGrappling.com yes. GoGoGrappling.com um, I have yeah. a GoGoGrappling account you can follow me on there and watch my techniques and my classes that I teach at 6am yeah um, I'm it's not out yet but I'm going to be creating a Patreon here soon and I'm going to link all of those into my bio in my Instagram nice that has not been completed yet my, work in progress I do post um, very often to my Instagram, I post technique videos and stuff. So follow Jordan Wears No Gi, my Instagram, and click on my reels, and I post a bunch of cool techniques on there. Cool. All right. Awesome. It's been Jordan. Thanks again. Thank and you guys. It's been awesome. I always appreciate it. Shout out to all my supporters and all my fans. You know. Oh, sponsors. Oh, shout out to Hardeen. <laughs> shout out to my sponsor Hardeen. Um. Yeah, shout out to DJ Bonics. And yeah. Yeah. High Rollers, July 9th, 710 special. High Rollers on July 9th, and then Grapplegate Invitational, July 30th. July 30th. Submission Only Series, August 7th. And then Battle, Grapple Battle Grappling, August 20th. Yep. That's the one I think I'm honestly most excited about is the Battle the, Grappling. Yeah, just the combat jiu jitsu. Bro, I'm gonna. <laughs> slap this dude in his mouth so hard bro they're gonna be like the people are gonna get quiet they're gonna be like oh my god what's going on uh, <laughs> I'm really gonna abuse this guy Petrillo. live on flow grappling yes. live on flow grappling bro that guy's gonna have, oh man I feel bad you guys wanna see a dead body <laughs> watch me get just completely obliterated the guy comes in there and steamrolls me he listens to the podcast and he's like oh yeah oh yeah you think so huh <laughs> he, he just plays it on loop <laughs> whoever you are guy <laughs> I don't even know the guy's name. <laughs> yeah, that, that's his whole thing. He doesn't even know my name. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This episode has been sponsored by our friends at Herbal Hannah Wellness. If you want to find the best natural soap out there, please visit them at their website, herbalhannah.com. Their soap is vegan and made with premium coconut oil and is scented with wondrous essential oils. They have a dedication to protecting our planet, and they use only the greenest ingredients, and their packaging is recyclable. If you want to smell great and join them on their journey to change the way you shower, please visit their website and use discount code PANCREATION for 30% of your order. You can also find me on Patreon.com, patreon.com slash PANCREATION. Support the show. Peace out.